I'm Melinda. I'm Carrie. And we are... And this, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's try again. Um, say, hi, I'm Melinda. I'll say, I'm Carrie. And this is the Major Smile Podcast. Okay. Hey, I'm Melinda. And I'm Carrie. And this is the Major Smile Podcast. Hope you smile today. <laughs> hey, it's in the name. <laughs> okay, do it again, do it again, do it again. Hello, I'm Melinda. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm Melinda. And I'm Carrie. And this is the Major Smile Podcast. Hope you smile today. Hey, it's in the name. It is. Enjoy. No, okay. I'm Melinda. I'm Carrie. This is the Major Smile Podcast. And then I need something after that, like... It's the Major Smile, Major Smile Podcast. What are we going to do? Well, it's... Major, we're going to make and them we're smile. Here to, and I think we just do... Hi, I'm Melinda, and I'm Carrie. And this is the Major Smile Podcast. Hope you enjoy. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Melinda. And I'm Carrie. And this is the Major Smile Podcast. Hope you enjoy. This is a breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news story. Okay. On the story we told a couple of weeks ago, I don't know oh. if it was last week or whatever, oh. of me falling and yes. breaking my frame. That was two, two weeks ago, yeah. Greg took it back up. I told you that. He took yeah. it back up to get fixed. Aww. We went to pick it up. Yeah. Michaels did not charge <gasps> us to repair Michaels. the frame. Thank you, Michaels. That Isn't was that so nice. nice. And they're probably like, we'd rather you not put that out publicly, like for yeah. everybody to <laughs> expect their broken yeah. frames to be repaired oh, but michael's were, cares they cared they knew i went right out and immediately yeah. tripped and broke my beautiful frame oh. and they repaired it well for that free. is so nice thanks michael's there's and still good people in the world i will be coming to you yes to get my hey, stuff framed well i mean that's a good that's a good thing of like how to keep business that's how you do it yeah. that's customer service i just so wanted to update y'all on did that they very... have to replace the whole frame or they just fixed what no so what the broken? i went ahead and when i ordered the frame mm. i wanted the no the what is it acrylic frame so right. the glass doesn't break and you know so the glass did the acrylic did not break the matting did not break so that was able to be reused it was just the wooden frame around it so they reordered the wooden frame and framed it again. So nice. For no cost. Aww. And at first I was worried. I was like, Greg, are you telling me this so I don't feel bad that I've doubled my cost? <laughs> Have you actually? Like, did you yeah. actually pocket? He goes, nope, for real. Sorry, that was, that was not that was me snuffle dog. up. That was the dog. That was the dog sneezing. Um, nope, nope, for real. Michael's replaced it. So nice. Thanks, Michael's. Thank you, Michael's. Hard week. We sure. had a hard week. Heavy. Heavy week. Mm -hmm. um, but it brought back to me how people go through ups and downs in their life. And we, as Christ followers, yes. we want to help. Absolutely. We want to do something. Yep. Do you remember when we were growing up having babies? Were we growing? <laughs> when we were growing up having babies. I was not a 13-year-old <laughs> oh having babies. Gosh. 
Let me correct that. That sounds terrible. When we yeah. were younger yeah. and having babies. Well, we were babies, like, in our early 20s. I was 20. I wasn't. I was 26 when I was expecting Riley. I was 25 when I was expecting Rachel, so. But we had, you You were in a life group or a family group, or yeah. a, we called them back in the old days, you called it Sunday school group. Yep. And so people helped you out. Mm-hmm. And they brought you food. Yeah. So we were going to talk about things that are help ways to help people who are going through it. We're going to help walking you help through the, people. But when we were, I remember um, when we were, you'd have people bring stuff to you yeah. to eat while yeah. you, you know, feed your family while you're learning, taking care of this newborn and you're exhausted and you're not functioning well. And I, you'd get the call. I can remember getting a call from someone. I, this was months after the baby was born. Mm-hmm. And it was, hi, Melinda. Listen, I'm just, I'm looking for my uh, grandmother's salad bowl that was passed down to me yeah. generation after uh-huh, generation. Uh-huh. And I brought you that beautiful fruit salad. Yeah. You remember in that salad bowl? Yeah. And I'm thinking, I I don't remember a bowl. I don't remember I'm a fruit sure salad. I'm not sure where my baby is Our, right now. <laughs> do Yeah, I don't know where the newborn is. And do I even know you? Yeah. I, was I... Where how 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 do we know each other? Yeah. Like, why did you bring me food? But yeah, you remember when we had babies, they would bring it yeah. in their best Corningware dishes yeah. and pots, and you had to after that beautiful meal that was provided for you yeah. in your exhaustion, yeah. trying to make sure you didn't put the baby in with the dishwater. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, you're scrubbing supposed to scrub the dishes put the names on the bottom in, in uh, yeah. you know, a tape and get it back to the people who brought the food, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, bring it back next Sunday. Yeah. And that was really hard. Yeah. So we've learned now, number one, if you're taking a meal to someone, make it throwaway containers. Homemade meals, great. You don't have, don't buy it at Olive Garden or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make them something homemade, but make sure it's a container that they don't have to wash and keep and keep track of. That's because apparently there is still somebody's grandmother's bowl is floating around in my <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, it from one. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have stole it from yeah. the next generation because she can't pass it down anymore to her children. And I feel terrible about that. As soon as I remember her name, yeah. I'll call and apologize. <laughs> but she's got great kids by now. <laughs> people who are having babies, you are in this brain fog. Listen, you really take are. them yeah. food in in containers that can be thrown away. Yeah. So what what do you have? You know, uh, Randy recently had heart surgery back in the fall. And, I, and all of this that we want to talk about is, is how to help, but people have the very best of intentions. Sure. It's we, all done out of love. It absolutely. really is. And so absolutely it, we appreciate right, right thought, right thought. And, and, and if you've never been through a certain experience, you, yeah. you're helping out of love. You, you may not know that you it's not know. the yeah. the best way to help out. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, so between you and me, over the years, and I mean, we're, and, and this could be for people who are younger too that just don't know but want to. You have to, it's, there's almost like a science to it. It's like studying of how to help somebody. And there's, there's good, really better ways of helping people, of, of really being help. And like you said, you know, just being that thoughtful of, 
okay, when I take this over to somebody's house, think through, walk through what that's going to be like for them. Um, a lot of times when somebody has a baby, absolutely sign up to take them a meal, but think through the meal and they're going to give you like, we can't eat this. These are our dietary restrictions. These are the things that we like. And I personally don't take things I've made, things I've cooked, because I know I, I'd never, I, I didn't always hit it out of the ballpark with my kids. And I don't want people to have to be polite back to me and say, and it sits so, in the refrigerator. Exactly. <laughs> I default to, I've got go-tos, like I'll Olive Garden and I'll get the family meal or whatever. Most restaurants now have family portions where you can, because I think COVID did that a lot, where a lot of restaurants went to, okay, we're going to provide a whole dinner so they don't have to come in and, or they don't have to order all these different entrees. But when Randy was, when he had surgery, we would get people would text me and say, what do you need? What can I do? Can I bring you some food? Can I do this? Can I do that? And in my head, I'm thinking, Oh no, I've got it. I don't worry about it. And, and so when you're in the middle of going through something like that, it's like you said, the last thing you want to do is to have another job Mm -hmm. is to, is because when you say, what can I do? It puts something else on their plate for them to do. And and sometimes they're in brain fog, brain freeze. I'm not functioning. They don't know what they need at the time. So here are some of our, just our things that we think would be helpful. I know you've been through, you've, you've walked alongside your friend, Liz, that was terminal and you were really in her life and you learned what not to do as well as what to do. What's, what's the most helpful. Um, I I think for me, that's my thing is when there is a death in the family, my, just because of what people have told me that have lost someone, I kind of wait until the end, like wait till their sign up genius has, has finished it, maybe even a couple of months down the road. Cause for them, it doesn't end for all of us. We kind of move on with our lives and, but for the person that just lost somebody, it, it doesn't end for them. So my thing is I wait until like two or three months later, and then I just get in contact with that person and I'll say, I'm sending you a meal is this night okay for me what to day send of the you week? a meal? Yeah. What do you like? And you know? and then I will, what's your favorite restaurant near you? I'll just, here's three simple questions to, for you to answer. I'm doing this. I'm, and all, another thing is just a DoorDash gift card because you can now send DoorDash, Uber Eats, and then they can just, if they're having a night that it's like, I can't get out of bed. I can't get off this floor, but we still have to eat. Oh yeah. I've got a DoorDash gift card. I'm just going to use that. And we're just going to eat this for, for dinner or whatever. Um, there are laundry services. I remember when my mom, my mom and dad were going through something. I I think that, you know what? I want to say it was probably like after they had COVID both of them and we're just so sick my aunt sent over a housekeeper, a house cleaner, and just clean their house. Um, 
Now, for me, I would clean before the cleaner came. So <laughs> make sure you understand the personality of the person of the you're person. sending. <laughs> that you're and, sending and, but yeah, so th- just things like that. And, and it's, it's really, and that's the thing about giving gifts or doing an act of service. There is an art to it, I think. There is absolutely people, and this is why people are endowed with that spiritual gift of service. They're endowed. One of my love languages of of showing love is giving gifts. And so I I think a lot of that has to do with you have to know the person. You have to be personally connected a lot of times. I don't think that's a hard and fast rule for people. But uh, another of my friend that was going through something said people would ask me for things that would help. Again, it, I'm, it's making them yeah. sit there and think through things, and yeah. they're not in a place where they can do that. Yeah. And they're almost thinking through things that can make you feel better about yeah. helping them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So take that away. Yeah. Um, and just one article I read, she said, don't make me make you a grocery list of things I need. Right. Just leave groceries on my porch. Yep. And if they don't need them, they could sit there, they could throw them away. Yeah. Or and I know that seems wasteful, but it's just a step that they don't need to go through. It's not the point. The point, the point is, is the person. Yeah. Um, leave uh, paper goods. Yes. And just yeah. don't even ring the doorbell. Yep. I talked to my niece who had lost uh, a child several years ago. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, only was in the hospital for a few days. The child lived only for a few days. And she said it was really hard for everybody coming to the door and I would have to console them in my loss. Right. And I'm not ready to console everybody in my loss. Yeah. And so sometimes maybe just leaving something at the door um, and then going away and maybe sending a text saying, I left you some paper goods at your front door. I left yeah. you a meal for tonight. I left you some groceries I thought you might need yeah. um, so that they don't even have to do a face-to-face now. Yeah. You know, who, yeah. who knows? No. I, one of the things that Randy loved that he got for when he had his heart surgery was his people at his work. This was the best. His people at his work took up a collection and bought him one of the Lego sets that he'd been wanting for a long time. Oh, that's neat. So Gave it had, something to do. He had something to do while he was recovering, and it was perfect. And 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 they also sent, and I've used this too, it's that, what's it called, Spoonful of Comfort. And it's the service where you can send soup and a blanket, and they actually put a spoon in, the, a nice spoon. They sent that to Randy, and so we had soup and, and fresh bread, and he got a blanket out of it, and it was just the best. Like, And so I wound up sending that same box, ordering that same box for a friend of mine who lost one of her really dear friends, and and it was just, it's, it's such a thoughtful I think just a nice feeling when you get something like that. Here's just a a warm, something else I love to give when friends have had a miscarriage or are just going through. And I've, I've given you before, uh, I think when you were sick one time, I love giving blankets. 
Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love you can a never nice fuzzy. have too many blankets. I think I've given you two or three different blankets because your children well, yeah, well, wind it's gone with, they with wind them. up at college yes. with somebody. Like, blankets, where did my fuzzy blanket go? Blankets are great. If you know somebody that can I've done this before, if you know somebody that can uh like and I think there's places in the mall where you can take it to or some place that can do like the um what do you call it the monogramming like on a blanket I'll take I'll just buy a blanket and I'll take it to a place that does monogramming and find a verse that that because I my thing is I'm I'm hugging you. Here's a hug right. from me. And this is the Lord. And here's scripture that every time you wrap yourself up in this blanket, you know that the Lord sees you. He's with you. He's, um, and you know, if it's spring or summer, um, go mow their yard yes. without telling them, Yes. go take, um, you know, they may not, they're not going to be in the mood to plant spring flowers, but yeah. go put a few six, a pad of six or a pad of, you know, seven, yeah. I mean, t- 12 uh, flowers, you know, in their in their flower bed. Yeah. Take a potted flower yeah. and set by their front door mm-hmm. and just, you know, so they can have a touch of spring, but they don't, they're just not going to have the energy to get out and do those kind of things for themselves. Yeah. And then you said something really important. I think you were talking about, um, I can remember, I had postpartum depression really, really bad with my second child to the point I stopped eating and I was losing the ability to nurse him because it was so bad. Um, And it's hard because you see, I can remember sitting there thinking, how is life moving by in other people's lives? The mine, I feel frozen in time. I feel stuck. I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. It's just bizarre to see life go on sometimes and you're still in that moment of pain. But like you talked about, people move move on on and Mm -hmm. you haven't. Um, so you were saying just in, don't forget in six months, in a year, check in on them, um, tell them that you loved their family member deeply and they still, they hold a special place in your heart and recognize that they have not stopped this process, even though the world seems like it's still spinning, you know? Yeah. Cause it, it doesn't, they don't move on. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not, I don't, I don't know. And I've never, I haven't had that close, like immediate family. No, I haven't lost anyone, but I can imagine that what I've heard is that it doesn't get easier. You just get stronger or you just, you you never, the love never stops. The missing the person never stops. Never stops. Um, people going through, and we're, we're relating this to a loss of a family member. There's people also, Traveling yeah. through disease yep. and cancer and walking depression through and, and yeah and yeah and depression. So there's all the whole point is how can we be the hands and feet yes and not make them work at it yeah you know how can we yeah. keep the work out of for them not to have to ask and 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 seek help but you just yeah. provide those things without making it more work for them for you to to help them through it. So I I think a lot of it just has to do with being observant and, and paying attention, being intentional. That's a good word. Being very intentional about where that person's at, what their need is, put yourself in their shoes. Um, and something you and I were just talking about this morning at breakfast. I think we're so, I'm so guilty of it and I've, I've done it for so long and, and I got convicted about it. And so I started to change is that when you say, I'm praying for you and I still do, I still, Hey, I'm praying for you. 
discipline yourself to stop right then and pray for them. Mm -hmm. Um, It was such a game changer for me when I, instead of like, if I'm standing there talking to somebody and they're saying, yeah, I'm going on this mission trip and I'm trying to put together the funds to be able to do it. And it's just not, would you pray for that? Absolutely. I'll pray for that. I'll be praying for that. When somebody's standing there and they say that to me, I'll say, Let's play, pray right I'm going to pray for you right now. I have prayed in parking lots. I've prayed in the middle of restaurants. I've prayed in the middle of department stores. I, it is such a get for them to have. I would love that if somebody did that. Hey, I'm going to pray for you right now. We're going to pray. Let's pray. And it was such a game changer that. And the other thing is when. Before I say, like, if I respond to somebody, I'm praying for you, I will try to say, here's exactly what I'm praying. I'm praying for rest. I'm praying for peace that passes all understanding. I'm praying that this, this, and this, and just very intentional about how I'm praying for you. Or type out the prayer. Be intentional, I think, is is the point of when you want to help somebody. When we all, and gosh, guys, we are called to be the body of Christ. This is this is how God commands us to wash each other's feet. Uh, and that may be recognizing when it's time to just give space to, yes. as well. Yes. Yep. I think just a lot of times we yeah. we need um we need to touch someone that is hurting. Yeah. And we have a need for that feedback of go, you know, to hear I recognize that you care about me. Yeah. But also recognize when it's just time to give space. Yep. And um, that's that's harder to do sometimes because yeah. you just want to help. Yeah. But if you have any ideas of ways that people yes. can reach out and be a help to others yeah. um, that maybe you went through, you yeah. experienced yourself, and this was just incredibly and helpful. Somebody, yeah. Please share those with us. We'd love to hear from you and hear about those ideas. Always, so we yeah. can always be the hands and feet of Jesus Absolutely. in a time of need. Yep. seeing you eating at Cracker Barrel first. Eggs. I feel like it fortifies us. I think so too. Yeah. uh, For a lot of, you know, just gabbing and conversation. I had a very self-disciplined breakfast this morning. I, so I I ate eggs. I ate my eggs because eggs are good for you. But I also had a biscuit on my plate and I ate half and I think you did it because we were we were talking, and I I saw you, you looked up and going, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> stop, Carrie, stop it, get your life together. It's like consider well, your choices, Carrie. I well, I I asked Abby for some honey, and there is just nothing better in the world Listen. to me than Listen. biscuits with honey on. Honey them. is biblical, absolutely. It's just so biblical. So is bread. <laughs> And I'm and just, so I just bread and you know, honey. I'm just trying to follow the, the, the words. Word. Yeah. The word. <laughs> it really is, though. <laughs> no, but really. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Anyway, 
So it's good to be. Listen, um, we we like to make people smile. Sometimes we walk away, we realize that was kind of a, was that that was a downer. <laughs> I don't know if we made anybody smile. <laughs> we got a little serious there. Yeah. But share with others um, about the podcast because we would like to make them smile. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes it's just encouraging others of how they can make other people smile. Right. Hopefully. Is that, <laughs> maybe is that we, a thing? We probably make, we maybe we make, we think we make people smile more than we make people smile. I don't know. Who but knows? anyway. You know what? We also, listen, we had, I was telling Carrie, she knows we had a, a hard week this week. Yeah. Um, we said goodbye to my great niece, yeah. Ella, who was just a joy and I was sitting in her celebration of life service thinking this little girl touched more people and and for the Lord and yeah. the kingdom in her short 7 years yeah. she was just a light yeah. a joy and I know she's she's a light and joy up in heaven too mm-hmm. but anyway this was a verse that was given on our bands and just in remembrance of just remembering Ella um and how hard she fought and the fact that she spread joy in the hard things she she would she would always they said in the service that you know she would think about the hard things she had to do because uh getting treatment was hard but Mm. this is psalm 33 20 through 22 uh we wait in hope for the lord he is our help and our shield in him our hearts rejoice for we trust in his holy name may your unfailing love be with us lord even as we put our hope in you. So if you have to do the hard things, this is a great verse um, about that. And we're just uh, remembering Ella. I wanted to share that with y'all and to share the news that she would want you to know. Hey, Jesus loves you. You can't mess that up.